you should jump on threads right now. It will ratchet you to stardom. Uh, you guys remember Clubhouse? Do you remember how they said that about Clubhouse? And I remember everyone that I knew and loved, like becoming obsessed with it and jumping on it all the time and spending literally most of their days on it. And I was like, when do you work exactly? And that's what we were told about Clubhouse. Clubhouse is the thing that is going to ratchet you to stardom. Yeah. This should can fuck right the fuck off. Welcome to episode 110. I am Jenny and I am just a multi-passionate trying to find fulfillment in this crazy specialist world. If you too feel overwhelmed by all your various loves competing for your attention, then I am so happy that you found your way to this podcast. Welcome to the world of the multi-passionate mind. You already know what a wonderfully weird and extraordinary place this is to live. Now imagine that you can easily decide where to aim your focus and trust yourself enough to finish what you start. Maybe you want to build a business that encompasses everything you love under one umbrella. Or maybe you just want the time freedom to finally start crossing things off your bucket list. I'm your personal hype woman, Jenny O'Connor, and I'm going to show you how to do it all like a boss. If you're an ambitious creative who's ready to make an impact, hit that subscribe button. Because we are the multi-passionate community that is going to change the world. If growing an audience on social media feels like a slog and you're convinced there has to be a better way, there is. It's email. The average ROI for email marketing is $42 for every dollar you spend. Plus, email reaches approximately 79% of the people you send it to. Instagram, 13.5. Ugh. But a lot of folks aren't using this highly effective strategy because they think writing emails is too time-consuming or that they're no good at storytelling. If you've ever thought that yourself, my free guide, Write Better Emails the Easy Way, will change the game and help you craft memorable, money-making newsletters in just minutes a week. Get it now at jennyoconnor.com forward slash email. So today's episode, I decided to write it to give myself permission and thereby give all of you permission to stop shooting on yourself, to log off for the summer, to cut yourself some slack, to find what feels good instead of slaving away all the time. So I thought we'd kick it off by going through the list of shoulds that I've been given over the past three years by experts, by online gurus, even by my own coaches, people I won't ever work with again, and people that I highly respect who just have their own way of doing things, and that's what they teach. They don't mean to say it's my way or the highway, but there's only one way that they teach it. Therefore, it's their way or the highway. Hopefully that makes sense. So I'm just reading this list off to you guys because I know that you're going to see yourself in most of these shoulds and feel free to add to this list too. But this is the list of shoulds that we are flipping the bird to at least for the summer, maybe forever. Let's see what happens. So to kick it off, you should jump on threads right now. It will ratchet you to stardom. Uh, you guys remember Clubhouse? Do you remember how they said that about Clubhouse? And I remember everyone that I knew and loved, like becoming obsessed with it and jumping on it all the time and spending literally most of their days on it. And I was like, when do you work exactly? 
And that's what we were told about Clubhouse. Clubhouse is the thing that is going to ratchet you to stardom. Yeah, this should can fuck right the fuck off. Next up, you should perform. You can't just sit quietly and make art in the background and like just have an email list and not a social media presence. To be successful, you must make reels. You must perform. You must dance like a monkey for the algorithm. Everything is content. Everything. Don't actually live your life. Just think about it from a content perspective. Do not come up for air, no matter what you do. This should... Ugh. We're burning this shit to the ground. I'm not here for it anymore. If you aren't either, solidarity, friends. I get it. You shouldn't take breaks. That's another one. In your social media, in your newsletter, in your podcast, inconsistency of any kind kind breaks trust. Never mind that sometimes we're human and we just need a fucking break. You should run a membership. That's one. You won't have a successful business without this recurring income. And I was told this recently and I was like, a membership makes me want to die. Maybe at just this season in my life, because I I launched one before, but it was so much work. Yeah, just no, no, thank you. You should charge a minimum of $3,000 for your product or service. If you want to make the big bucks, don't make anything that, that is costs less than that. So I created a whole course. I poured my heart and soul into it. It's Dream Job Academy. And someone said I needed to charge $3,000 for it. And I could not, it made me sick to my stomach. I could not, for the life of me, figure out how to fill that with $3,000 worth of, I mean, it would have been fluff because it wasn't necessary. What's necessary is what's in there. It's designed for squirrel brains. So it takes, it's six modules in six weeks super easy to accomplish. And it's $157. And I feel really good about that. Sorry, it's not 3000 to whoever told me that that shit is for you. It's not for me. You should repurpose every piece of content you make into 72 new pieces of content. We talked about this in a couple episodes ago. This is Gary V's advice for everybody. Make 72 new pieces of content and put it in all of the places. Yeah, nope. I will not be doing that. Here's one that you see all over social media. You should intermittent fast, right? You want to be skinny. You should intermittent fast. And I'm here to tell you that if you do that without knowing what you're doing, you can severely screw yourself up. Um, I did. I'm living proof. I shake now. Yeah, I never used to. So that's fun. Don't don't take this shit away unless you're being guided by someone who knows what's up. You should drink less. Yes, we all should. Thank you for that. You should do more cardio. Sure. Um, it's 118. I'll get right on that. Uh, you should write a book a year. Here's one. Like if you want to be a prolific writer, God, I definitely do. You should write a book a year. That's totally reasonable, right? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe not for me as a multi-passionate. This one, you should write 1.3 articles a day. This is stuff I hear from people who are actually doing it. There are articles on Medium about how you should write or like the process to write more than one article a day for Medium. And I don't even understand. Do, Do you do other things? 
are they just really low quality article? Like I can't, I can't do that. I can't write 1.3 articles a day. I can't do that and produce a podcast episode and work for my copywriting clients and just have any semblance of a life whatsoever that includes all of the shiny objects that I want my life to include. No, I'm, I should not write 1.3 articles a day. Thank you very much. You should have a 10 step morning routine. I have fallen victim to this belief for decades, you guys. And it's crazy making because I don't have seven hours every morning to do my 10-step morning routine. I'm lucky if I fit two, maybe three of my favorite routines into a day. Like right now, I'm concentrating on three. So F your 10-step morning routine. If it works for you, cool. Leave me alone. Leave me out of your shoulds. You should take a pill for that. Mm, You see that one on TV all the time. You should work hard for what you want. Okay. All right. I've definitely been behind this philosophy for a long time, but you should work harder than you currently are, especially if you are currently enjoying yourself in any way and you're not working hard enough. You need to be working harder. You need to actually probably be suffering for your success. No, thanks. You shouldn't expect it to be easy. On the flip side of this, don't expect that. That's crazy. And definitely don't get your hopes up. Can we talk about how that is the worst piece of advice that anyone could ever give anyone? And I've been hearing it since childhood. Like, don't even think you'll get into that college. Don't get your hopes up. You don't want to have them dashed against the rocks. Yuck. No, get your hopes up. Expect the best always. Of course you should. That's literally manifestation in action. And know that you will survive no matter what happens. It's it's like you're going to be just fine if you don't get what you want, but expect to get what you want. Come on. Why are we doing it any other way? So the impetus behind this episode is this should right here. I should produce a podcast episode every single week, no less than once a week, ideally more than once a week. Like JLD produces an episode every single day. Like that's really what we should all aspire to. If you don't, you're not taking yourself seriously enough as a podcaster. I have also heard time and again, I should never go on hiatus because it breaks listeners trust. And once their trust is broken, I'm dead to them. They're gone. All of my ad spend in the past will be for naught. I'll lose everybody. I'll basically be starting over from scratch. And the thing is, as if to prove this fact, scary things happen when you don't put out a podcast episode every single week. And I know because when I had my breakdown at the beginning of April, I started putting out two a month. I think I put out two in April, two in March, two in June, and there's going to be three this month. I just haven't been able to get back into that consistent routine. And at first it was terrifying. Your download numbers do go down, but there is a reason for that. When you drop a new episode, it pops up in their feed. People download it right away. And that first day you get this massive influx of downloads. And then everything after that, especially after the first week, trickles in and dribs and drabs. Usually by the end of a month, you're not seeing new downloads on an episode, like one or two here and there when people are going into the back catalog. But that first week is that big push when you see the most downloads for any particular episode. And if you skip a week, you're not having that big push. You're just getting the dribs and drabs you know, of the episodes that you've posted in the last month. But if you've done two and not four, you're getting half as many dribs and drabs. Does that make sense? So it immediately caused me like it was like a gut punch when I stopped 
producing an episode every week, I was like, everyone's leaving, everyone's jumping ship. That is not in fact what is happening. So if you're a podcaster, I just think it's really important to share that information with you. But even if you're not, I mentioned that because when you see numbers like that, it makes all those shoulds you've been given by the gurus seem true. And then you're locked into something that you can't sustain anymore. For me, lately anyway, the podcast has just started to feel heavy. And I keep talking about like not doing things that don't bring you joy, doing only what brings you joy. Here's why. Here's why the podcast feels heavy. I don't currently feel like I can authentically teach others how to have their shit together. Does that make sense? This is a business podcast. It's a self-development podcast. And I, I'm not feeling particularly empowered, um, at least in the business realm right now. Self-development, I always sort of have unlocked just because it's like my favorite thing to do is explore why something's not working and how I can improve myself to make it better. So here are the things that in my current state of mind in this season of my life, I could teach you how to do. I could teach you how to stay upbeat in the face of adversity. When your entire life burns to the ground, when your website explodes and everything you've done in the last 20 years disappears into the ether forever, I can help you not lose your mind. I can definitely help you find your dream job, find the work that makes you forget to eat and pee, find which passion you should monetize. Like That is something I am absolutely excellent at and continue to be. I can teach you, funny enough, how to work a room at a party, how to have the kind of magnetism that has people like when they see you squeal and like run and hug you so hard, they almost knock you down for whatever reason I, that that happens to me a lot. So I, I can teach you how to do that. I can teach you how to remember names, which incidentally, I think is the secret to life. You are so much more charming when you use somebody's name. Also use it a lot. Like if you consider that everybody's favorite sound is the sound of their own name and you use it, especially in situations where you need something from the other person. I love to use it in restaurants with my servers because they only say it once and then I remember it for the entire meal. And it just like creates, I don't know, like a trust bond, a camaraderie, but like use it with customer service representatives that you need something from, especially like government agencies where, you know, they're never willing to help and they're all, they hate everybody. And they're usually quite mean to you and short-tempered. If you use their name, you can absolutely change the game, work it in your family. There's a reason hostage negotiators ask for the person who's holding everybody hostage, ask for their name, and then try to use it in their conversations as much as possible. It creates trust. It's a weird superpower of mine. I had to teach myself when I was working at the cooking studio how to remember names. And now I kind of have it on lock. So I can teach you how to do that, but I can't teach you how to be a good business person right now. And I am sure I am not supposed to share this with you. They always say like, come through your darkness before you talk about your darkness so that you, you're out the other side and you can be like, hey, I went through this thing, but I'm still here. I'm still here since the beginning of April when all of this started. Like, I feel better. I'm no longer having a breakdown. I live in a blissed out state and I'm starting to manifest some really good things, but it's slow going. I can't talk about how this is my most successful business year yet. And I shouldn't, I'm sure I shouldn't, but again, should in air quotes, say any of this to you. But the truth is I've lost my way, boss fam. And I need to go think on it, commune with nature a little bit and figure out what I stand for again.
We'll be back after a quick break. This episode is brought to you by the Dream Job Academy. Does your job bum you out? Do you long to feel excited to spring out of bed in the morning and energized to tackle work you adore? We all deserve to feel like this. Our time on this planet is short. Shouldn't we all spend it doing the thing that makes us forget to eat and pee? But wait, you say, I'm multi-passionate. I have no idea which of my million passions is the right one to make a business out of. That's exactly why I created the Dream Job Academy. Put your million and one passions through my signature Dream Job distiller framework and you'll get back $1 million idea. Plus, you'll walk away with a 30-day action plan and a foolproof system for creating the next one when it's time to add another passion to your portfolio. If you're ready to love what you do so much that you never work a day in your life, snag the Dream Job Academy self-study course at jennyoconnorcom forward slash dream. So making a decision not to be a worker bee, even though it was my own business, I still turned myself into a worker bee. Making a, a decision to not do that anymore is disorienting when it's all you did for three and a half years. So I need to figure out who I be now. Does that make sense? So to do this, I am pacing out to Colorado. Uh, I'm writing for the next little while and like, I, I hopefully I'll have some insights by the time I get back. Camping definitely helps me get my head on straight again. So let this be your own reminder not to should on yourself either. I'm not shooting on myself anymore. So neither should you. And that's a double should. I know you shouldn't should on yourself. Do, do without what you will. It's a paradox. But I also wanted to let you know why and how things were changing around here. So I have interviews already in the hopper, already produced with some absolutely amazing souls, truly inspirational humans. So this show is not going anywhere. We are just now switching to a seasonal format. This is episode 110. So seasons are going to be 55 episodes long because it's, I just like that even math. I know it's not 52 episodes. It's 55. Who cares? Whatever. We're making things our own. So this this episode today is the season two finale, and season three is going to resume when I get back, so early September. And meantime, I'm logging off. I'm touching grass. I read that quote the other day, and I thought it was so perfect and pure. I, myself, I'm going off grid. I'm going to be like without cell service for a while. Thank God the new iPhone has satellite capabilities inside of it because I won't be able to call out. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to hike. I'm going to wash myself in a little river that runs through the campground. Like that's how I'm going to shower back to our roots, guys. That's just where I need to be right now. And then I'm finishing up this tour by attending a solitary retreat to try to finish the first draft of my book, because I would really like to self-publish that at the start of next year. So it just feels really good for me to not spread myself thin while I'm on the road and try to bring my podcasting stuff with me. I mean, I travel with it all the time. When I go to visit family and friends, I shoot podcast episodes. I took it to Sweden last year. I packed my freaking ring light and microphone in my suitcase and took it to Sweden so I'm used to doing this, but it, that feels heavy. So let me ask you. Put this question to all of you listening right now. Is there something in your life that feels heavy? Like, I'm not saying everything. I'm not saying, you know, throw caution to the wind and give zero fucks and just ignore all of your responsibilities. But what in your life right now feels just like it's not fun to do anymore? Just do this experiment with me. 
let it go for the summer, whatever the thing that feels heaviest is, let it go for the summer. And then promise yourself that if you miss it, or like your world screeches to a halt, I'm going to claim that that won't happen. But mostly if you miss it, promise yourself you'll go back to it in the fall. It's really important for me to state here that the podcast is an extension of my joy. Trust me when I tell you that I love this show so very much. I just think it's stressful to travel and to have to try to find places while I'm camping that have Wi-Fi or that are quiet enough for me to set up my equipment and record. And like, you know, what if I don't have internet access? Like I'm going to be off grid for 10 days. I just realized I don't have the capacity for shenanigans. Like all of that logistical stuff qualifies as shenanigans. Everything really are shenanigans these days, unless it's something that I just really want to do. It's all shenanigans. And I don't have the capacity for that anymore. Even compared to like at the beginning of this year, I had so much room for shenanigans. No longer is that the case. I'm removing shenanigans from my life as much as possible and making everything easy. It gets to be easy. But sometimes, ironically, it takes a little effort to facilitate the ease. So that's what this is. This episode is me facilitating the ease. It's putting a pin in the podcast and making a promise to all of you that we will we will be back in September. Meantime, I'm going to tell stories from the road. And I'm actually meeting up with at least three, but possibly quite a few more of of past guests of this show for the very first time in real life, which I think is so fun. And it's just such a testament to this podcast is so rewarding. I have such amazing friendships. I get to have such inspirational conversations. And I just want to say out loud how much gratitude I have for this show. And for those of you who do listen in on a regular basis, thank you. Even if it's your first time being here, thank you so much. Know that I love this with all of my heart and soul. And I sincerely hope that you won't go anywhere. If you want to stay connected, you can sign up for my newsletter and then you'll get these road stories. Like my whole life is is crazy stories. So if you like a good story, it's not a bad idea to sign up for the newsletter anyway. I always say, if you want to know what finding a rat in the freezer and writing in the back of a police car while wearing assless pants has to do with email marketing, you should sign up for my newsletter. And if you are a creator, and I think most of you are, and if you have an email list or would like to start one, let my own often very messy, always stranger than fiction stories in my newsletter get your creative juices flowing. Maybe it will inspire you to use more personal stories in your marketing. And it really doesn't have to be that hard. And I will show you how. So if you want to stay connected, that's the way to do it. And you can go to jennyoconnor.com forward slash newsletter and sign up that way. There's also going to be a link in the show notes. So you can sign up there too, because it's unlikely I'll be on social media. As you know, even when I'm home with a regular Wi-Fi connection, I think of it as a necessary evil at best. So I suggest jumping on my newsletter list. Check back here in September. And if you're subscribed, you'll just see the next episode pop up in your feed when it comes up in September. So if you're not subscribed, please do hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss anything when we start up season three. And just know there are so many exciting interviews coming up next season. But I'm also open to hearing from you guys about what you'd be interested in. Like, are you intrigued by talking to people about just random interesting subjects? Or do you want to always be able to relate it back to self-development and business? 
because I think multi-passionates probably have really incredible stories and next season could be a real story driven one if that might be of interest to you. So if you have any ideas and want to discuss them, you can email Jenny at Jenny O'Connor. Dot com. And you can always reach out on Instagram. I do get notifications. I'm just so seldom on there. I seldom have notifications. But if that's like your preferred way, I will check my DMs there as well. And in any case, I would love to continue the conversation. I love when you guys write to me. It is like my favorite thing. It's how I know that this is all worth doing. And I love every single person that I've met through this podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, you are my reason for being when it comes to this show. So I just love you all. And until next time, I want to remind you to be kind to yourselves, slow down, find enchantment, touch grass. So get on out there and do the thing. Yes, but do it with joy and ease. I love you guys so much. See you on the flip. Oh, 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 oh